0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. If you like grain markets and other stuff, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff podcast. Here's your host, Joe Baklavik. Hey everybody, welcome back to Grain Markets and Other Stuff. Thank you for joining me. It is uh, Thursday, October 29th. I'm going to spend a little bit of time here today uh, just doing kind of an update on the soybean charts. I did one of these a couple of weeks ago and uh, figured I'd give you kind of an update now that we've seen a setback and uh, kind of run through some levels both to the upside and to the downside Um for reference and and just like i did last time i'm going to run through a weekly chart and also a uh, january daily chart We'll look at some short-term stuff. We'll look at some bigger-picture stuff, and try to just kind of give you a lay of the land in regard to this soybean market and uh, where we've been, uh, where we could go uh, in both directions. And, and this is not going to be me making a case of of uh, being bullish or bearish. It's it's kind of a matter of identifying. You know, this is the lay of the land. This is a potential downside target. Should we sell off? This is a potential upside target. Uh, should uh, we rally? So I, I think this has been useful. I had a lot of positive. Feedback on the first couple of chart uh, reviews that I've done, so I'm going to try to make this a more uh, regular thing. For those of you listening, um, I'll make this very easy for you to follow along uh, with these with these price levels and uh, the stuff. Some of this stuff changes on a daily basis, so it's worth keeping an eye on. But uh, uh, we'll run through this. And also remember, if you did not listen to yesterday's episode about China with uh, my friend Ken Morrison, it was very informative. I know it was a longer episode relative to uh, most of the stuff that I do typically but there's a lot of information in there. there's probably some stuff that that maybe you had not known about. there were certainly some things that I was unaware of uh, that Ken brought up. so definitely a good listen and a good watch on the YouTube channel uh, if you have uh, not seen it already. Um, here is the uh, weekly soybean chart. this is a weekly continuation chart and you know it hasn't changed a ton since the last time that I I did an episode like this with the beans um the thing that has changed is that we have at least a short term top in place um, remember this weekly chart is a continuation chart, which means that it tracks um, spot month futures, which right now are November, uh, they will soon be January. When January goes off the board, they'll be March and it just continues to to roll on that way. So we've got a, a short term top here at 1094. That's where the market topped um, j- just a few days ago. and and since we made that 1094 top in the November contract, we've lost 40 cents since then. So I'm going to look at that 1094, and say that uh, 1094 is is definitely our hurdle to the upside that we've got to get through. Of course, um, that's that's my kind of like very obvious resistance target um, over the market. There was a previous high from back in 2018 at 1071, and I had discussed that 1071 high um, in in the. The most recent uh, soybean chart update, and uh, we did go through. we broke out above it, uh, but now we're back below it so i'm I'm gonna venture to say here that that zone from ten seventy one up to uh ten ninety four is is probably a zone that's worth paying attention to it's it's probably a zone that represents some degree of resistance above the market should we see a rebound here. And keep in mind that the market's 1053 spot month futures as I speak here this morning. So for us to even get back up into that resistance zone, um, you've got to rally this thing, uh, you know, 17, 18 cents from, from where the market is right now at about 11, uh, 20 a.m. Central time on, uh, Thursday. Now to the downside on the continuation chart, you see this 951 level. 951 is a level where um, spot month futures topped back in uh, the early part of this year, early 2020. Um, that's that's a level that could be like a possible support area in the case of a big sell off and yeah you you would need a dollar per bushel sell off to get down to that sort of level that's not something that a lot of people are looking for but that's an area to pay attention to um certainly on this weekly chart uh if if you get below that you know we're talking back down into the 8s i don't know if that's on anybody's radar right now i don't think it's on my radar and and in the opposite scenario you know if you get above that 1094 there's really not a whole lot up until that $12 mark, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So uh, weekly chart, more longer term type stuff, I'd say over the market, that 1071 to 1094 zone um, is important. I think that that represents some sort of resistance uh, to the downside. I'd say that 951 area uh, may be a level that provides some support. Now the daily chart, and I'm going to do the January this time. Uh, it looks a little bit different than the November did, and and I showed you the November uh, last go around. But there are some things here that are very similar. So on the January chart, we posted our high there a couple days ago at ten eighty eight and a half, and uh, that of course is your big uh, hurdle to the upside right now ten eighty eight and a half, which is you know almost forty cents away from where the market's at currently. So we we've seen a fairly significant setback. So above the market on the daily chart, uh, that's a very obvious. Um, area of resistance. Now, when I when I look at this thing, I've got this red trend line on my chart, and it comes up off of the uh, August low and through the um, would be the late September low, and we are now trading below that trend line, which today sits at about oh I don't know somewhere in the in the mid ten sixties. We're trading below that trend line, which I think makes the market. A little, a little bit more vulnerable, perhaps, from a technical standpoint. The fact that this uptrend, which was very obvious, I mean, you had the August low, and then I think that September low kind of showed you where the trend was, and now we're trading below that. So I think, from a technical standpoint, it opens up the door to some selling pressure a little bit. Um, it, it's, it, there's no uh, black and white here. These are all gray areas. Uh, there, there are no guarantees in this stuff, of course, but, but we've kind of busted this uptrend for the moment on the January daily chart, at least. Um, so should the sell-off continue? I know in the last uh, episode, I talked about 985 being a big level uh, for November beans, and it's not very different for January. We had um, basically two different levels here to the downside. If this sell-off were to continue that I would say are important, um, and it's essentially a zone, 990 to 985. Um the, the 985 level had been kind of a big uh hurdle of resistance when this rally got going. It was where we topped back in um would have been December 19 or January 20. And then like I talked about before, you know, we we had that area of of resistance at 985. And it then turned into an area of support when we had this sell-off here that started with the um, the mid-September high, and then it bottomed uh, in late September. We went down and bottomed at 990. So I'm gonna venture to say that this area from 990 to 985 is a support area. I think that if the sell-off in the beans continues, I think that that 990 to 985 zone is is a very uh, likely area uh, that could support this market. Uh, just because it it was an area that has meant so much on on two different occasions it it had been a resistance area on the way up and then was a support area when we had our first real correction which happened during those last couple of weeks of September so if i were to pick a downside target in the beans right now for this january contract i would say that that 990 to 985 level is is perhaps an, an area that I would certainly keep my eye on. And then to the upside, you know, you've know, you got to get back above this red trend line here. You got to get back above that, that 1065, 1070 level. And then you got to get through that, that hurdle uh, from just three or four days ago at 1088. And and those are kind of your numbers. So you look at the Jan Bean contract, 1088 is your big upside hurdle. And to the downside, I, I really think that you have room to go down and correct this thing all the way down into the 990s or, or mid-980s. That 990 to 985 zone is a big support zone in my book. Keep in mind with charting, as I've told you before, I keep my charting extremely simple. I've got a few uh, uh, previous you know, tops and, and bottoms, and I, I will throw a trend line here every now and then just to kind of identify uh, what the market's done and what the trend has been. Um, I don't think I'll ever, in these chart reviews, get into anything more complicated than this. I don't think that I'm going to get into moving averages or any of the oscillators or any of that stuff. I I like to keep this very simple. I like to keep it very easy uh, for you to follow. And This sort of stuff, this very simple approach has worked out uh, pretty well for me over the years, so I'm going to stick with it. I'm always of the opinion that simpler is better. If you have some questions about these charts, uh, drop a comment in uh, in the YouTube comments. You can send me an email to info at standardgrain.com. Remember, as always, uh, if you do need some help with your grain marketing, visit my website. It's www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. Check out that subscription service. If you want to know when, how, and specifically, I'm pricing these crops throughout the year. It's broken down by crop, by crop year, by percentage. It's very easy to follow. Uh, certainly check that out. It's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at any time. There's no other fee. There's no other obligation. Um, I'm just going to let you know what I'm doing. My email goes out every morning at 630 Central Time. There's a text message. Uh, text message service that goes along with that. Um, Everyone have a great day. I will talk to you tomorrow morning.